righteousness. Your Angela Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. Southern ratchets to sit down. This is becoming the most prominent form for him. Wake your ass up. It's early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. the God. Prince of Piss and People. Lord. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, TJ Envy. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. hundred percent is. Yes, weekend is almost here. One more day. The weather feels good here in New York City. This is the first time that we've had at least three to four days of over over eighty, right? Close no, I don't 80? think it's been over 80. Yeah, I don't think it's been over 80. I think it's, it's been, been over the 70s. 70s. But it's yeah. been great it's weather nice. for the last three days. It's nice. It's not yeah. humid. You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? It ain't Your clothes ain't sticking to you. Everything's free-flowing, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. You can even wear a hoodie and some shorts if you want to. Yep. Mm. Yep, she can. You can do that at night <laughs> in the evening. Yep, she can. No, not in the evening, though. We can't do that in... in midday. The... Hoodie? A light hoodie. Light yeah. hoodie and some shorts midday. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't do that, but, you know... You've never been the most stylish. You know what? When the weather's nice like this and I walk outside in the morning, I automatically feel happier. When, when the weather's nice? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a scientific fact, though. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what the sun does to you. But it, mm-hmm. even when the sun's not out in the morning, just having, not having yeah, to wear nice cold, weather. just having to, you know, the you never, weather you never makes heard you that, in a good mood. You right. never heard that story of the uh, the sun and the wind and how the sun and the wind had a battle to see who they could uh, make get naked first? So it was this guy walking, and he had, like, on a trench coat and all kind of stuff, so the wind started blowing all crazy and hard. It sounds like hard, a very pervy And the wind, <laughs> definitely sounds the wind like was that. trying to blow all the guy's clothes off, but the guy, like, held on to his stuff tighter, but when the sun came, the sun Sounds came like a and butt shined coming. bright. No, the sun came and shined bright, and he glowed. So the guy ended up just getting naked and laying under the tree. So the sun won. Mm. I've never you know heard I mean? that story. I've never heard that oh, story. Oh, y'all don't either. read. Y'all yeah, ain't read right. since college. I don't read. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, didn't, I, I just didn't never heard that, that story. But, mm. okay. Well, that's right. nice. Yes. Well, hopefully there's uh, a lot of people that just want to be free today. All right? Be free. Like Charlamagne said, the sun is no, shining. No, free, free. Like, free like Meek Mill, who will be here this morning. Yes, Meek Mill will be joining us next hour. We'll kick it with Meek Mill about everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. My alarm's going off. Time to wake up. Yeah, time to wake, wake up. Wake up, wake up. That means I'm late. It's Thursday. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so Meek Mill will be joining us, so we'll kick it with Meek Mill. That's exciting. We got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Uh, let's talk about some other people who are free this morning. We'll tell you uh, three Americans who were freed, and we'll also talk about a teacher being sued, being accused of promoting a homosexual agenda. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Take heat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sis got blah boy, sis got blah boy. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, Boston beat the 76ers 114 112. They put the Sixers out their misery? Yeah, Sixers are out of here. Boston That's okay. plays the uh, Cavaliers next. The Sixers' future is bright with uh, Ben Simmons and uh, mm-hmm. Joel Embiid. I see a lot of the Sixers fans calling for a, a new coach. Really? Yeah, they said that young team needs coaching. You agree, Eddie? Eddie, our producer from Philly? Yeah. Yeah. He said, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, now let's talk about Donald Trump. Uh, well, it's not really about Donald Trump this time. Oh, but no. It's always about him. He has welcomed home three Americans who were free by North Korea. So he personally was there to welcome them uh, this morning after they were released. Didn't Trump's administration get them freed, though? 
Well, there's a summit that was coming up, and there had been talks about them being released, and so uh, they they were released ahead of the planned summit. And he said, frankly, we didn't think this was going to happen. It's a very important thing to all of us to be able to get these three great people out. And he also said he wanted to pay his warmest respects to the family of Otto Warmbier, the American who was released by the North Koreans in a vegetative state. Uh, now, they did thank Donald Trump, of course. They said, we would like to express our deep appreciation to the United States government, President Trump, Secretary Pompeo, and the people of the United States for bringing us home. Yeah, they got, they, they got that done. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good news. Yeah, that's great news. What else are we talking about? Now, let's talk about a teacher uh, in Texas who was suspended as an art teacher for discussing her sexual orientation. Stacy mm-hmm. Bailey, a former teacher, uh, and she's suing the school district for discrimination now, says she was discriminated against because she is gay. She was suspended with pay in September because she discussed her sexual orientation with her students. And one of the parents complained to the principal about Bailey promoting a homosexual agenda and talking about her future wife, who she did get married to back in March. What's the context of the conversation, though? Because I, I you know, I, I definitely don't think that she should have got fired for her sexuality, but I wouldn't want a teacher just randomly talking to my kids about her sex life either. Well, the teacher said that it's her right and that it's age-appropriate for her to have ongoing discussions with elementary-age students. Oh, no, nah, no, hell About no. her own sexual no. orientation. Yeah, no, nope. she should be nope. fired. The nope. sexual orientation of nope. artists yeah, absolutely. and nope. their relationships with other gay artists. I don't care if you're gay, straight, you yeah. like animals, no. If you don't you know need you. to be discussing your sex life uh, Not in, at that age. Well, with, with my elementary school kids. Unless it's health class and, what, third grade, fourth grade, but that's way too I, early. I haven't even had the discussion of the birds and the bees <laughs> with my daughter yet, and she's nine. My wife does, but I haven't, so why? Are you talking to her like that? You know what I mean? Well, I guess she was getting married maybe to a woman, and maybe it was. That's why I, I got to know the context of the conversation. Yeah, because if she said I'm getting married, I'm getting married, weekend, that ain't nothing. Yeah, that's, that's right. Like, yeah, but, but it was it's... an art teacher, and so she was talking about other artists too, and talking about their sexual orientation. I guess in relation. Yeah, elementary's to art too early as well. I got to know the context of the conversation. If it was just about you know I'm getting married. Well, see, that could be awkward, too, though, because I'm getting married. Who, uh, who, I'm marrying uh, a woman, and then the kid has who, you they know, have what, questions. Yeah, we had got questions. Like, I don't know. Nah. Yeah, nah. Uh, and I will say, nah. kids are probably more advanced in knowing things today than we were when we were younger because they see a lot more. But not well, at three, four, and five, though. So well, co- uh, elementary school is not three, four, and five. That's not even school yet. Elementary school is like six. Six starts yeah. at six. First grade is six. First grade ago. to, well, kindergarten sometimes. So kindergarten to sixth grade. Sixth grade. Fifth grade. Fifth grade. Up to, it depends, sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade, consider, well, for me, sixth grade, consider middle school. I don't know. All right, mm-hmm. now, this story is going to make you really mad. Imagine you are a graduate student at Yale. Mm-hmm. We're all black in here. So imagine you're a black Yale University graduate student. You fall asleep while working on a paper, and a white student calls the cops on you, saying that you're not supposed to be in here sleeping. The cops come, uh, the campus police come, and they actually ask to see your ID, and you show your ID, and then they call and they make sure that you're in the database. There was an issue with that because your name was spelled wrong in the database. But imagine you're working, paying your tuition, falling asleep, working on a paper, and a, another student says that you don't need to be here, you shouldn't be sleeping in here, and they call the cops so on who you. So who do you sue? Huh? That's what that, that sounds like some type of discrimination lawsuit to me. Who well, first of all, I wouldn't have showed my ID. That's See, that's part of my problem. I would be like, well, mm-hmm. I, everybody in this room got to show their ID. The white person got to show his ID. The Asian person got to show their ID. And I'll show my ID. You're not just going to have me show my ID. And what would we they, all show an ID. What would, what would make them think I'm just here? <laughs> like, I decided to come on Yale's campus and take a nap. 
Well, right? she did because post, they said you was black. She did you post be the there. two she videos of her encounter much. on Facebook, and she was telling the, the police officers, I deserve to be here. I pay tuition like Absolutely. everybody else. I'm my not ID. going to justify nope. my existence 100%. here. 100%. Yep, she's right. I ain't 100%. showing my ID. But then she did end up actually showing her ID. And, and how did it end? I ended with the police officers saying that she was free to go. And wow. you know the crazy thing? I, you know, I do that all the time on a way smaller scale. You ever fly, let's say, first class, and they be like, let me see your ticket? No. You ain't asked him to see his ticket. No, you ain't seeing my ticket. I go, I'm, well, I how go do you on get on the plane without showing your ticket? I go on, I, I scan yeah, it. Once you're on the plane already. No, you know, sometimes when you walk and they be like, uh, first class, only first class. Let me see your ticket to see oh, the first yeah, class. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I hate when that happens. You can't see my ticket. No, no that does I scan, happen. I scan it and keep it moving. That no. definitely does happen. No, no, you ain't asked that man right there. Ask that old white like, man to see his ticket. Yeah, like I like to, I fly JetBlue, so, you know, I'm, I'm mint because I got a lot of points. Mm. Uh, so I'll be like mint member. So they'll be like, when they call, when they oh, call for mint. Mosaic. Mosaic, I'm sorry. And they call for mosaic, mosaic mint. And then when you walking up there, somebody's always one little. Older white ladies, like I said, mint. Yeah, I you need you one said. in your mouth, bitch. Wow. Okay, wow. I'm, I deserve wow. it. I'm here. Wow. All right? I ain't never do all that. A mosaic member. Okay? I ain't gonna lie. You fly JetBlue and you mosaic, they take that serious. <laughs> serious. Yes, they very do. snooty. You know, they treat you very well. No, because you know, drop on a clues bond for Jeff. Even with Delta, if you're first class, they allow you to bring somebody. Mosaic, you 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 by yourself. I love it. You, hey, hey, I've earned every single mile. Hey, wife, hey, you ain't got mosaic. You gotta wait. It's I'm going nice on without to be you. Flying first class all around the place. You, well, get, you got points. Really yeah, you yeah, when, you mosaic, when you got a bunch of points in mosaic, you definitely. Because I don't pay for that. All right. Well. That's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night and you just need to vent a little bit, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. Hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hey, Rick from the Natty. Hey, Rick. Rick hey, from the Natty. Cincinnati. Hey, hey. Hey. Hey, uh, has anybody else said something about this guy that uh, saved them people's lives in that Nashville shooting? Come on, man. James Shaw Jr., Jr. yes. Salute to James Shaw okay. Jr. Actually donated to his uh, GoFundMe. He was raising money to pay for the funerals of the Waffle House people. I donated some change. Yeah, we his, talked about it several times. GoFundMe. I mean, somebody outside of Trump. Oh. What do you mean outside of Trump? What are you talking about? He was on I mean, Ellen. Anybody, anybody like from higher up in the government White House? Oh, nah, but who cares? Why we don't need them to celebrate? I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I understand, but that's that's pitiful, man. That's terrible. I think that's all. That's all I got. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, bro. Thank yeah. you. Hello, who's this? It's Chanel. Good morning. Good morning. Get it off your chest. Um, I have something towards Mama Jones. She owes me some money right now, and she's refusing to pay me. She keeps putting it on her manager, but it was her production company. So I have to let her know that she's out here scamming people. That's why other people know that. Who's she talking about? Mama stuff. Jones. Who's Mama Jones? Yes. Oh, Jim Jones' mom? Yes. Oh, I ain't messing with Jim Jones' right, mom. Chrissy going to slap you. Yeah, I Good luck. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You better think twice. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, who's this? Queen God, DJ Envy, this friend from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, checking in. What's your, what's happening? Hey, what's happening, friend? Fred, man. Good morning. I'm pissed off because I got banned from the strip club for 30 days, so I can't even go for the next 30 days. Why Smart you, decision why by the strip club. Because I started off good behaving myself. Then two girls got on stage at the same time. Everything was okay. Then they pulled out blow pops. Then they started sticking the blow pops from their mouth to their 
I got too excited. I tried to jump on stage with him and wanted him to put something in my mouth and security threw my ass out. Oh, you asked for something, they blow pop, and they threw your ass out. Well deserved. Uh, you, <laughs> you, I think you got what you, you, you deserve, sir. My goodness. And I love y'all. I want y'all to have a great weekend. And this weekend, I'm going down to the east side, to the suburbs. Hopefully, I can find a young colonizer and blow her back out for the 400 years that they did us for injustice. They're going to you. have your, your picture in every script club on the east coast and says, do not let this man in. I'm in the Midwest, sir. Oh, the Midwest, then. Midwest. Yeah. All right. I love y'all. Y'all have a great weekend. All right, All right sir. Fred makes me feel uncomfortable. I just want to say, I don't know. He just, something about him is awful. Creepy, yeah, right? he definitely seems like he's got a bunch of Me Too's and Times Up coming his way Absolutely. shortly. I'm definitely going to bet it for any ship club. I'm DJing. I'm putting, I got to find this picture somewhere. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's John. Yo, what's up, John? Get it off your chest. Yo, man. Y'all about to give Meek all that fake love. Like, I wasn't breaking his back in when he was in jail. Who, I never who, broke who, his like, back wait, in. Wait, From the what, very what, beginning, what, I said who, he shouldn't have been in jail. This record with the game. Like, who, what the hell? No one was playing that Who was breaking his back in? I, I, I always showed him support. I definitely didn't. You know, Let him talk. They'd rather Meek Mill in jail than um, to win a Super Bowl. Like, come on. Y'all was not showing all that. I never said that, that either. Sir, by the way. Charlemagne and Envy, not you. Sir, okay, by, the way, I th- by, by the way, I think that's a very valid question. Question. That was a very valid question for Philadelphia. Nah, okay? you was just trying to. Nah, nah. That was a topic, and I actually said Meek Mill should be released, and I supported and Meek all Meek's records. Have to stick to positive rap. Cut it out, Charlemagne. He could do what he do. I never he said he did. Say. Yeah, you did. Yeah, no, you I did not. What are you talking about? Oh my You're trying god. Trying to put in people's heads. You trying to put people's heads to make them think. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm telling you that right now, that's not the case. Can I can I ask you a question? Did I say he needs yeah. to do positive rap, or did I ask the question? Did I say? Well, you know what you do. You know the little things you do when you put it out. Out there and you put in people's head. Come on, you. Well, guess what? I'm gonna make. Sh- I'm gonna make sure to ask Meek Mill that question if he gonna be Meek Mill or J Cole. Okay, I'm gonna make sure to ask uh-huh. him that. All right. Yeah. All right. Whatever. All right. Damn. He's bad. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Damn. I can't I, ask a question. You don't think that's a valid question? I think it is. I that's can't, a very I, valid question. I can't play a record. I play Meek Mill when he diss people. I play everything. Meek, I'm, I'm a DJ. Meek, I'm not Meek's DJ. It's my guy though. And Meek is Meek is out here and Meek is a, a activist now. Uh, I mean, not a, not a full time activist, but he is. The, the poster boy for justice reform, criminal justice reform, prison reform. So you don't think that's a valid question? What's, how's that going to affect your music? All right, well, we'll ask him next hour. He'll be here. So we'll talk to Meek, all right? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is JB. JB, get it off your chest, bro. Oh, man, I just called to say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, for everybody out there waking up on this beautiful day, man, it's too blessed to be stressed. And don't devalue who you are as an individual. No matter what you do, if you're flipping burgers, if you're a janitor, you know, if you hold a title, etc. You know what I'm saying? Stand tall through it all. That's real. All right, you know bro. And don't you know? Don't compromise your character for nobody. Okay. You know That's what I'm real. Saying? You know, stand on what you believe and keep the faith because God is good. God is good. You all the time. All God the time. is great. God is everything. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jason Orlando. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to say I'm blessed for uh, waking up this morning. You know, uh, seeing this beautiful morning out there in Florida. Um, I was calling, you know, get y'all a pain about something. Um, I got offered, I ain't gonna say I got offered, but my supervisor asking me, really trying to get me to go out for this lead position. And uh, I'm kind of nervous of taking it. Reason why, because um, I want to know if they still be able to work around my schedule for one. And two, uh, just worrying about my other employees, you know, I want them to look at me different. 
And I, I work at a drug rehab center for juveniles. And uh, the kids, you know, I, I got a good uh, relationship with the kids, a good bond, and they respect me. And it's just, uh, just kind of not saying I'm worried about other people, but you know how, you know how us is, you know. Oh, uh, he got a little title, so I don't want him to feel like that. I'm always gonna be the same person, never change up. Okay, I don't understand I don't what, he what he was, was mad at. Me neither. I was. I it's was not like his life is great. Oh, he was like that's what he was telling us. He was flossing blessed. on us, yeah, maybe. letting us know that he getting promoted and all kind of good that's stuff. That's good for him. That's Hello. Awesome. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, Mama. Get it off your chest. Well, I do want to say good morning, Envy. Morning, Angela. Morning, Solomon. Good morning. Peace. What's happening? All right. I do want to say I'm mad because every morning I log into my SoundCloud and I don't see a new episode of Pillow Talk or the KC Crew. So what's going on, Envy? All right. I'll be honest with Uh-oh. you, right? I tell you, my nanny's not here. <laughs> so mm-hmm. our house is in disarray right now. Between uh, right now is 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 the the inmates taking over the house right now. The kids are got full control of the house. We haven't had sex in a couple of days. We haven't been able to tape a podcast. It is crazy in that damn house right now. I mean, yesterday that might be I, a I great time to, to do point, a podcast. I, and I hate to say this. I had to go get fast food last night because we, we, we had no, no nobody wanted to cook, so I had to get McDonald's oh, for so the kids. No kid. more diet either. Okay. I didn't say I ate that. <laughs> sh- I mean, I ain't eat that stuff. Yeah, I'm not eating that garbage. But, but, but I give it to my kids. But I gave the kids some McDonald's. <laughs> I definitely gave them some French fries yesterday. Mm-hmm. Crazy. The, kid, the house is crazy right now, so we got to get it back in order. Hopefully by the weekend we can get it out in order. But we have to, you know, uh, like I said, we got five kids and, and grandma, so it's it's four, five, six, seven, eight of us in there. So we got to wash clothes, we got to cook, we got to clean. We got to make the baby's lunch. You got to do your job. We got to take the baby <laughs> to basketball. What you complaining about doing your job for? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't complaining, oh. but I'm just telling her why we ain't, you ain't getting the podcast. It was either the podcast or the babies eat. The babies was All hungry. right, then. <laughs> well, we're waiting, okay? All right, we'll get it up to tomorrow. All right, later. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. All right, thank you. You need Seamless or Uber Eats or something. Then you don't even got to go anywhere. Man, listen, the kids still got to get the practice and all that other stuff. All right, get it off your <laughs> chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, when you got tattoos of each other, does that mean it's forever? We'll tell you who just got each other's names tattooed. Also, Taylor Swift, she said that she actually was bullied, and we'll tell you what she had to say and who responded. Oh, please. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's Good get morning. to the rumors. Let's talk Cardi B. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Yo. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Cardi B went on with Howard Stern and talked about a few different things. She did announce the sex of her child. Here's what she said. I mean, a girl. I didn't pick the name, so if you interview my my dude, yeah. I'll tell you. Oh, so you have that? You're going with his name that he picked? Yeah. Tennessee oh. Carolina already spilled those beans on I Instagram. I know. I was like, mm-hmm. we all knew she was having a girl, but she confirmed it. Um, and in addition to that, we all saw the pictures of Nicki Minaj and Cardi B having a conversation at the Met Gala. And here's what she had to say about their conversation. I never was feuding with anybody. There was a misunderstanding. You know, I think like she felt a certain type of way about something. I definitely felt a certain type of way about something. Didn't want to ever talk about it in public because I felt like... We're going to see each other again, and we will talk about it. But the thing is that it's always little issues, but, you know, fans are always going to make it a big thing. And, you know, I spoke to her in the Megala about it, and it's just like, see, it was just something that it has to be talked about. That's good. I'm glad they yeah. smoothed that out. I'm yeah. glad they squashed that out. Yeah, Sometimes absolutely. it's just a conversation. Now, and, I, and I can't stand everybody that keeps hitting us on social media saying, good, because people like you, Charlemagne, were making them feud with each other and starting to beef. No, I wasn't. 
Nobody was. And and stop saying that we only do that with women because that's not true. Y'all been doing it to Childish Gambino and Kanye West all week. All right, and you know what? Since we were talking about Cardi B, Offset, his $150,000 chain was stolen. How they steal that? Now, it looks like he left it in the hotel, and Cardi was actually trying to find it, and, you know, he flew back to Atlanta, and she had to tell him that it just wasn't there anymore. They're saying the chain was stolen sometime Tuesday evening from his room. What kind of chain is it? Like, what's the charm? I'm sure it's something... Uh, we don't know what piece it ridiculous. was. Yeah, probably something huge. It was 150 pop. Well, but he now got so the many cops chains, are checking yeah. surveillance cameras to see if they can spot who that person is, the well, suspect. What's the point of stealing that? I guarantee you. What whatever, you gonna do with it? You're not. You're gonna look stupid wearing it. Well, they okay. gonna break it down. They're not gonna yeah, wear they're it. Gonna they're gonna try take to, it to the district yeah, and then get probably get. If it's 150, probably get like 25,000 for it. District, you think they'll buy it in the district? Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Even All though they right. know it's stolen? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They'll they bust them diamonds down. out. No one yeah, know what absolutely. It's gone. All right, Young Thug and Future have gotten each other's names tattooed. What do you mean? They got each other's names tattooed on them. Now, Young Thug recently uh, was on Spotify. He was talking about his upcoming appearance on Childish Gambino's album and his friendship with Future. And he said, man, me and this N-word got each other's names tatted on us. Mm. That's how we feel. It's forever. First so. of all. We should do the same, man. You should put beige cutie on you. Shut up. And I put chocolate thunder on me. First of all, and nobody then- should have the tattoo Young Thug on them because you're going to get old. All right, <laughs> and the last thing you want to be at forty something years old is somebody looking on your arm reading Young Thug. So why don't you put right? beige cutie on you, and I'll put chocolate thunder on me. Future makes sense, and the reason future makes sense is because like that's just the word future. You know what I'm saying? You can always be looking to, forward to the future. What about light skin king? You well, put y- the, Young Thug. Listen, no. I think y'all need to make it official and I, get each other's na- I, names tatted. There's nobody in my life. There's no man in my life I love that much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a son. Okay, not yet anyway. I don't have a father, well, my father, but I don't. I love him, but I'm not enough to get his name tattooed on me. There's no man in my life I love that much. Beige, oh, you light need to open up king. your heart. Please. Come on. All right, it. Taylor Swift, she launched her concert on Tuesday, and she was talking about being bullied online. Here's what she had to say. You might be wondering why there, why there's so many snakes everywhere, huh? Uh, well, the reason is that uh, a couple of years ago, Someone called me a snake on social media, and it caught on. Oh, God. Everybody gr- grab a spoon and go eat some mayonnaise. Well, Everybody clearly relax. she was talking about Kim Kardashian. Huh? And Yeah, because Kim Kardashian a couple years ago had posted, well, last year had posted, wait, it's legit, oh, two years ago, National Snake Day. They have holidays for everybody. I mean, everything these days. So oh, wow. That's who she was talking about calling her a snake. First of all, who was Taylor talking to? Because her shows aren't selling out. So who was she talking to? It's just, there's plenty of people there. It's not sold out. Is there a mayonnaise emoji? We're going to leave some mayonnaise emojis on the table. So she said, I want to send a message to you guys that if someone uses name-calling to bully you on social media, and even if a lot of people jump on board with it, that doesn't have to defeat you. Okay. It can strengthen you instead. All right. God bless Taylor Swift, that human jar helmet. My goodness. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you. When we come back, we're going to kick it with Meek Millie. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Welcome home, Meek Mill. Hey, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Welcome home. Good to see you, Meek. Congrats to Meek coming home. I saw your Dateline special, man, and your Angie interview. It seemed like you're moving with purpose now. Yeah, I've been moving with purpose, though, before this. Mm -hmm. A different kind of purpose, though. Yeah, the support I got when I was in prison, though, I feel like I should be reaching back and and giving out the same support because even a lot of people on on social media, y'all screaming, free Meek. Y'all got family members in prison, this, that. You know, I'm just reaching back the same way people Mm -hmm. supported me. It really gave me a different outlook to see that many people supporting me at one time. Of course, 
I know a lot of people was like supporters of my music and stuff like that. But when it came to real life and people standing outside in the rain, protesting and actually being a part of helping me get back on these streets, you know what I mean? I felt like I I'm entitled to step back, get back. You been you've been you've been to jail before though. Why why was this time different? Like what cha- like what what hit you this time? Like God, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why people came out and stood up for me this way. With me, with me, uh, it always was like I ain't have a platform to really speak. You know, when you speak on stuff, and you might just come out of prison, people don't really take it the same way. Even the platforms, like the interviews I'm doing now, and the platforms I'm getting now, it wasn't available to me. White, white media embracing yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't available to me a year ago. You know, it what was eye opening though when you went to jail this last time. I think. For a lot of people, because at first the narrative was, oh, well, why why should we feel bad for him? People he violated his uh, probation. Yeah, absolutely. And some people were saying that. And I was like, well, he popped a wheelie, and he ended up violating his probation for something he didn't even get charged with. Yeah, and that's what everybody say, though, mm-hmm. with the internet. You, do, you make one thing that don't look right. Before people find out the real story, they're going to judge it anyway. But then the real story comes out, and we're like, wow, there's a lot more layers to this. And that is the case, I think, with a lot of people, not even just with you, but a lot of people that are in jail for violating probation, and that brings light to a lot of other people going yeah. through things. They got somebody like me that got seven lawyers that can't get out of a situation. Right. Imagine someone who don't have the type backing that I got going on, you know, to destroy their life and the quickness, and they would never get relief from a situation like that. Basically, right now, I'm on the street. I got a two-year sentence right now. Well, four-year sentence right now. So for the average person to get relief from a situation like that is like slim to zero percent. We talk about it a lot because, you know, a lot of times from the beginning, they give us these horrible deals, but we look at it like we'll take this time because we'll take this You don't want to go to jail. Because we don't want to go to jail. I was watching your special like, damn. I did a decade on probation too, but yeah, I had ten years on probation too. From like ninety-seven to 07. Mine was See, from I gotta get on to this. This Commonwealth probation is too. It's, it's it's different levels to it. Like you see out here, like I had a Willie and a bike here. They charged me with a felony. They knew I was on probation. Really, it's not a F one felony to mm-hmm. Willie a, a a motorcycle. I went to court. It got threw out. It got turned into a traffic ticket. Ticket what it what it really was. But even though I got it throughout in New York, I still had to go back to Philadelphia and face another judge about willing a, a bike, a case that got throughout and still got sentenced on that. You know how they say uh, if O.J. Simpson admitted to committing a murder, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able to be charged again because it's double jeopardy on these situations about how the laws are set up in Pennsylvania. Even if you beat a case, like I, I always say the Starbucks thing, Starbucks, mm-hmm. I could have got the same sentence. Mm-hmm. It was nothing different. They would have been like, he violated, he got locked up in Starbucks. They wouldn't have said in the media what I got locked up in Starbucks for. They would like, he got locked up in Starbucks, he violated probation, he in jail. And people would have been like, so what? He violated probation. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, that- like any interaction with the police. You had an incident in the airport, too. And from my understanding, I don't know exactly what happened, but yeah, they were I'm, trying to we get protect- a picture. You know we ain't letting nobody punch on us or, like, touch us. I, I, can't, I don't really want to, like, incriminate the God to that level, but we ain't letting nobody really do nothing to us, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when even it, if somebody harasses you and then the police are called, that's an interaction with the police, and yeah. that can send you back to jail. Yeah, like, I ain't get charged with that. I ain't mm-hmm. get a crime. I got a citation because it was an incident. But, of course, we're in the airport. It's on camera. I didn't get locked up for a reason. You know, if you fight in the airport, mm-hmm. you ain't making your flight. I still made my flight. I kept it moving. I actually was violated for that, too. Now, we, we seen you talk to T.I., and T.I. was like, I told you uh, 10 years ago to, to do the time. Would you have done it differently if you knew what was going to happen now? If you would have just said, you know what, I ain't taking this 10-year probation. But if I would have did the time back then, I probably wouldn't be here today and had this platform. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was uh, dealing with Tip, 
He was going to jail. He'd get out. I'd go to jail. He was going to jail. It was back and forth because I, we was both fighting our processes. Like, and it wasn't we was catching new cases of violating. That's just the process. When you got good lawyers, that get you back out. When you get sentenced and get you some grace period, and then now you get sentenced. So we was going back and forth like that. And then the last time he went in jail, I was like 20. I was probably like 18, 19. I probably was 21. Mm-hmm. The streets was getting real. Like, I had to, like, make a move to get out the streets. I felt like if I didn't make a move, probably would have died or been in jail for a long time. Because where I was coming at, coming up at at the time, it was, like, getting more ruthless in the area. So I had to make a move. Is that why that situation with Grand Hustle never worked? Yeah, basically. It was it was other little things to it. It was other people in the middle trying to get you know how you got managers and stuff like they want they want a label deal. You like, I'm just trying to get a deal. Yeah. Right, right, right. You want a label deal. I ain't trying to you trying to be baby. I'm trying to be Lil Wayne right now. Just let me get in the door, do what I gotta do and wait or I orchestrate the business from there on out. Now, now you talked about just uh, how, how uh, going to jail back then helped you. You don't think going to jail this time helped you? Because you was wilding for you. No, I wasn't wilding. I ain't, I ain't wild. I wasn't wilding before I went to jail. Well, Actually, a little bit me. What do you consider wilding, though? Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying. Yeah, break it down. What? Yeah, that's <laughs> because people say he's wilding when he spend money, and I don't no, think that's No, no, I ain't talking about that. I, I listen, look. I, I never look. I'm on probation myself. When it come to me, I don't control people. If you feel like doing something or you got something going on or you disrespect somebody that's right there, Nowadays, I would eject myself from the whole situation because it's a lot on the line. But before, I'm like, yo, I ain't got nothing to do with whatever you got going on. I ain't getting, I ain't under arrest. I ain't doing that. I ain't calling the shot on that. You know, it just be happening. Things be happening. And I wasn't controlling my vibe. I'm going in vibes where it's negative vibes going on. Now I could control the vibe. If I go to Miami... Or it's Memorial Weekend or Vegas. I'm controlling the vibe. Who I want to come to me, come to me. I ain't just going to the the five parties in the row. I seen, I had all the pictures from Instagram in jail. I seen a drink from Emmy. He was like, uh, All-Star just don't feel right without a, a Meek Mill after party. Because, you know, we always do like one, and we bring a lot of people together. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that bring negative vibes because everybody ain't coming on the same type of vibe. And, you know, I was close to some vibes that, I could have ejected myself away from him. Yeah, yeah. You know how, where, like, I had, like, an ego thing going on where I used to just carry myself. You know, I'm from Philly. We grow up a little, we're a little angry a little bit. There'd be so much going on where we come from. Uh, God put me in that position. I'm like, all right, yeah, we actually in here with the lifers on a daily basis. This ain't what I want. No, you're right, because it was the one situation in particular I'm talking about when they jumped on Safari. And yeah, and they ain't had nothing to do with me. He was like, right. I didn't touch him. So I was like, in the back. Yeah, you pulled up, and I'm like, why would Meek be in this video? No, I was going to the club. It was okay. DJ Khaled party. That's what everybody don't understand. I was going to the club, and, you know, things happen. You know how these things go with this music industry and stuff like that. But this now is- I'm sure around you people are very cautious. Like, look, we not even trying to have that vibe around you either. Nobody don't got to be cautious. I got to be cautious, and I call the shots. Who I have around me is 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 key, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I had a chance to be like... We in New York. Let's uh, go to Breakfast Club later on the night. We going to Aces or Starless or something like that. No dice. It's, it's just a little bit different now. You, you, had, you, you hire like a armed security or something? I always got armed security. Right, right, right. I'm talking about I, real I security. Not your goons from Philly. I've never got no okay. goons with me from Philly. If, if somebody <laughs> got a gun with me, they got a firearm permit. I always tell artists stuff like this. You don't like your homie if you had your homie gun in New York with a a, a dirty gun on. Hell him. yeah, that's real. They giving out real time for this mm-hmm. stuff over here. Get us security. 
get a, a police officer carry this. It's not nobody can tell me. You know, in the rest they say, they used to say, I don't got no don't security got no or something. <laughs> nah, B. Okay. I just came from the state penitentiary. I ain't had no security. I was good, but now I'm on the street. I got security. It's not really an ego thing. All right, we got more with Meek Mill when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Meek Mill's here. Now, how hard it is to get that judge off the case? That is That seems impossible. I've yeah. never seen nothing like that. I ain't gonna lie. She seemed like a scorned ex, man. Yeah, what you did that you ain't telling us, me? I ain't done nothing. That's what everybody in jail be saying. <laughs> like creeping we, with us we knocked No, nah, we basically from the... She's lived a few blocks away from my uh, family members. I don't want to put information out there. Like, everybody should... Like, the young people around her neighborhood, I know all of them, like, hand for hand. That's the only thing I can really <clears> say. You got a niece or something you did dirty or something? I don't know. I ain't... I, I don't even like... I'm scared to speak on that situation. Yeah. But did anybody ask you to bend the knee over? Is that true? There's no bending me over, man. I ain't bending me. Oh. What I are you talking about? I said bending over. It was on bending knee. <laughs> what type of law is that to make up? Like, who, like, who makes stuff up like that? <laughs> right. Like, yo, uh, Envy took me in the back and asked me to redo uh, Michael Jackson's song over. And I'm just like, <laughs> Anna, like, why would I make that up? It's right. not... It's, it is what it is. If you think about and it one time, it like, actually, I should do this. It actually, with somebody else there, they said they don't want to involve themselves in it, but you know. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, she definitely was there. But how did that make you feel? Because she, she basically said what you said wasn't true. Let's hear what Nikki said. The judge in question was um, did everything I asked of her. And, get, you know, I can't badmouth her because I met her personally. And I know what she said to us, and he knows that, and I know that. And, you know, but, of course, I wouldn't wish that, wouldn't wish jail on anybody. Yeah. I wasn't feeling that. She shouldn't have said nothing. Right. And we leave it at that. I don't feel no way. She know I wasn't feeling that. Anybody know. When it kind of freedom and stuff like that, I don't care who it is. And this don't got nothing to do. I don't care who it is. This could be Safari. This could be anybody. If I know something and that man freedom on the line and I could say something that to help the situation and I, it's right or wrong. It's, mm-hmm. it's just this and that. I'm going to say it. I don't really care. If I don't say it, I just won't say nothing. Why, why not send her an edible arrangement or something? Uh, a Dude, watch. The judge. That's illegal. That's, that's illegal. You can't, you can't send a gift. Yeah, yeah you can't send a gift to the judge. I'm not, I mean, just to say, yo, I'm, uh, that's whatever I did to you, you, you I can't apologize. That's against the law. That's like bribery. Oh, And man, I don't know that that would work. God, and that sir. comes up in court, and she says that he sent an edible arrangement. Like, you don't, yeah. But it's clearly a personal something she got against you. Yeah, something. I don't now, know. that policy needs to change as far as how can you, you know, remove uh, a judge off a case. You know how sometimes, too, like uh, Tata from uh, that Beaver Hove, he told me Tata, a long Tata. time long time ago, he like, yo, I know what you're doing with that Instagram, how you be living, how you be flossing. He said, I see how you're trying to inspire and you're using it to catch people, the younger eye and inspire. I'm like, yeah, that's my thing. Because, you know, with the younger people, it's just certain stuff you could do to catch their eye. And, mm-hmm. like, when I read a lot of my mail... Uh, everything was based on me inspiring somebody or me motivating somebody. But he was like, it's a world of people that's looking at looking at that and it's making them hate you. You know what I'm saying? He said, and I know they're looking at it like it's ignorant. He said, I know what you're doing. But he like, it's two different sides mm-hmm. to that. And some people will look down on you like, who the hell this kid think he is? Or he think he's above the law. Or, he thinks, I don't think, and I don't think I'm above the law. If I was above the law... I would never stepped in prison. I wouldn't be on probation 11 years. I, I would never follow a rule. I don't think like that. But that's the inspiration I thought the kids missed. And that's why I put that out an all-star. was like the kids are not seeing that in the way that they were seeing it. When I was growing up, there was people that we always seen that you was like, I want to be like him. And what they're seeing now is 
I want to be a druggie yeah. to some extent. I want to be tattoos all over my face. Yeah. I want to do that, not just the inspiration. Yo, I'm from Philly. I work my ass off. That's easy to do than get money. Yeah, yeah, but he worked hard to but get money. But the main so thing is, like, and I'm from reading the mail, a lot of these younger people, they watch me look failure right in their face. They look at any situation I came about in the industry and still like, all right, what? I'm still posting every day, what? Uh, damn, my mom got a new house. Uh, damn, I just got a new car. And I'm using that. It's, it's actually a, it's, it's not a cover-up, but it's just like a blanket to like, for myself, like, I'm still doing good. Even when like, everybody like, yo, this is, I had people ask me, are you okay about Twitter and stuff like that? I'm like, am I okay? What I did time in prison being locked in a room 24 hours a day, shackled. From the ankle, like if you take a step, your ankle's getting cut. Type stuff, like of course, uh, it it uh, some people it, it can affect you if you let it affect you. But right. this is not a real problem to where real problems like where I come from. A real problem is different than somebody talking about you on the internet. And right. I'm like, when I'm stepping out on the street, I still got a, a a base of people that show me a lot of love. So mm-hmm. I was just letting the love overpower the the negative stuff. And really, like I see a lot of people. Like I said, when I came home, like everything, y'all know Instagram, is you play victim and you win. This is the this is the Absolutely. new thing. And I, I don't really like that because there's a lot of real victims out there that's really going through real stuff. Like you got people really killing themselves and really going through real stuff that they ain't really jumping on that social media because there's so many people doing it now. Mm-hmm. It's even... If I get on this joint and cry, let me get on this in somewhere and be crying about going to prison. Things on. <laughs> no, seriously, I saw though. when you said that on Angie yesterday. I'm like, damn, he and got, I'm not he got robbed about at gunpoint. Yeah, but I'm not really talking about mm-hmm. him. Though. I'm talking, I'm talking about regular people, like even people I know, mm-hmm. like people I'm cool with. I be telling, don't be putting nobody care about that. Don't. <laughs> no, seriously That's though, real. like even like. A lot of people die in our neighborhood. You see, when they post people on Instagram, you got everybody posting them, and and then a day later, nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. Nobody really cares about that man. Got a three year old daughter. Right. It's just like a a thing to do. It's 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 a it was a thing for certain people. Like it was a lot of real love and real support, but it was trendy to say free a certain person right. or do that. You know what I'm saying? And I would say a lot of it is real, but a lot of it is. I don't know. I did time and came back was looking at social media like, damn, I was really like wilding. But, but the circus. inspiration, the inspiration should come from what a lot of people don't see is the fact that you sat for so long, yeah, and was able to still keep your family going. Like you had enough where, yeah, you bought jewelry and cars and flew private, but you had enough in the stash and enough investments where it was like, if something does happen. My family's good. Yeah, you never saw none of the dream people, chasers he, looking bummy nah, out here. No, you never did. And people, I mean, don't, I mean, vegan people now. don't see that as inspiration. It, it, like, they got bigger change than me right now. And you know what? With our homies, we and we do go through real stuff. Everybody mm-hmm. wasn't on top of the world. Don't don't believe that. We had to. They just weren't crying about it on, on yeah, it's not, social yeah, media. Yeah, you can. Well, who, what you going to do? You going to call Rick Ross? <laughs> what? What you yeah. going to do? Yeah. We hustlers first and foremost mm-hmm. and like, like with us, this this ain't no baby, this ain't no camp over this joint. It's mm-hmm. not even like with artists. I tell the other young artists coming up, I'm like, yo, I be buying jewelry, but I be trading that stuff too. I got, I've had, I've been in the game for seven years. Mm-hmm. I make some good trades. You might see a watch get posted. Or you might see a jet. I still jump on Delta too, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's serious because uh, y'all know I, I had up and down points in this rap game. I didn't want a year without really getting a bunch of money, and I'm in the studio locked in trying to 
dedicate all my time to making some better music than I made last year. So I can't really get no money. Or the judge telling me I can't travel for six months. Like, I can't travel for six months. Six months in the studio. Uh, uh, three months of house arrest. I done missed two years straight almost of cold without even getting no money for mm-hmm. real, for right. real. And paying and for lawyers isn't cheap either. Then I dropped my album. I ended up couldn't travel for three more months. And then she told me I couldn't travel for three months. After I couldn't travel, she was like, we gonna figure out what you could do after the cases are resolved. Both of the cases got threw out. And I still got locked up, actually. So it was really draining. It was a real thing for me. I'm like, I'm sitting in here. My bill is 70000 a month. I'm sitting in prison. And that's what I was thinking about. I was like, yo, he go got on, kills, yo, he got want to buy that Wraith. I don't want that joint no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> sitting Did in you the have garage. to sell some cars and stuff? No, nah, I ain't sell right. them. I, if a watch or something, I got a bunch of watches. 100000 Go ahead, get 100000 for that watch and go pay somebody bills for nine months. You so know you had saying? to do that? You had to sell jewelry? I did it, but I didn't have to do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a hustler. Mm-hmm. You could... People know you could buy my watch off my wrist. If you want to say you bought me a metal watch, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Go ahead. Yeah, give me such and such. Go ahead. You got that. I mean, I, but we mm-hmm. posted on Instagram for you and all that. Mm-hmm. And I go right back to the store and get another one. All right, we got more Meek Mill. When we come back, let's get into a Meek Mini Mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Meek Mill's here. When can you work again? Or when can you get back on the road? And I'm, start? I'm working. I'm oh, so performing. You can, you can perform. You can back on the road. You have to just get weekend. permission yeah. ahead of time. I was on my, like, uh, everybody like, yo, what's up with you, man? When you rapping, what's going on? I'm like, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. I only been out two weeks. First week, I dedicated to getting my head right. I was away from my son, my family, all that time. So there's certain things I had to get in order. Now, this week, it was a lot of press and a lot of people reaching out about my situation. And I feel like it's only right to reach back. Like, I'm not becoming straight. I always tell people, like, don't go too crazy on Meek Mill thinking I'm activist straight. No, I'm, I'm representing the cause. I got a purpose for something. But still, at the same time, I got to be Meek Mill and continue to do what I got to do, the See, mission that, I was on. That's what I want to know. Like, with the music, are you going, you, you about to be J. Cole, or are you going... No, I can't be J. Cole. Yeah. J. Cole is J. Cole. I'm coming. I tell people, my music, I might start talking hurt. You know what I'm saying? I might talk anger. Like, when Tupac was like, America eat his babies, like, y'all going to make me go crazy. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm still smiling. Yeah, it's, it's them thoughts still inside, deep inside, because you got to be angry if you've been sent to prison four or five times. I was watching the Dateline special, though. It seemed like she gave you some breaks throughout the years, though. I ain't get no break because I ain't pointing no gun at no cop. I should have never, oh, never, never got charged. Yeah. Yeah. But no black, uh, and this for anybody that's in the courtroom, because now I be, I could, I just feel like I could speak. Any black judge, and this go for any co- any race judge, them cops coming there talking about somebody pointed a gun at them at nighttime and ain't a single shot fired, nobody's hit. Or, you were supposed to kill me if I aimed a gun. Like, if I read my transcripts, mm-hmm. nobody, the media ain't getting that. He pointed a gun at me. He chased me around the car like, what? Come on, stop. For what? And the DA like, he wanted to protect this drug operation. How can you protect the drug operation? At this time, I got locked up. I had $13 in my pocket. I was a broke nigga in the house. You see, when I had the nappy bridge, basically, I was dusty at the mm-hmm. time. Protect the drug operation. How am I going to protect it if I'm going to get shot 45 times? It's, you'll it's, get shot for what, pulling out a cell phone. So yeah, imagine not, you point a well, gun at that's a What about the failed drug test, though? Like yeah, I actually was addicted to drugs. I, I got addicted to the drugs along the lifestyle. You become famous, and you become the... Only one from your family tree that's seeing money out of your whole area. It's a lot of pressures that would come with that. Like, a lot of these celebrities, they come with pressures. In my name, I got a fat stomach. 
I, I, I don't need light bulb now. I'm gonna get in the gym. <laughs> no, seriously though, like, but everybody go. He put everybody got their own battles. That's why I was saying battles when people don't. I just, I'm, I'm not even being how'd funny. Start, how'd you start with the with, with the opioids? I, I I was actually going to the dentist and I was I uh took I got two of my wisdom teeth pulled mm-hmm. and I started taking them. At the time later on, a girl gave me a perk. Yeah, that's gonna make me. It's gonna have you going in for that's hours. Shit, though, right? No, that ain't no perks? Philly sh- No, hell, Philly, what? I thought they'd be on here at so popping perks. Big, big like every, everybody good. take perks, city to city. You crazy? Yeah. Y'all, you, what do y'all think these little kids talking about in these records? <laughs> Molly, <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah, no, nah, well, see, me, I never had Molly in my life. Oh, that's a man-made drug. Mm. I thought it was okay. I wouldn't be addicted or it wouldn't hurt me because it's a, a, it's a pill that a doctor would prescribe you. And, you know, a girl gave it to me one day. Yeah, this is going to make you f- for an hour. Is that, yeah, let me try this. This is a pill that the doctor give me if I got a toothache. Why you got that kind of time, me? The f- for an hour? Yeah, sometimes you got to go old, but <laughs> I make girls fall in love with me off Perks. Perks is serious. So uh, I actually got a, my body is like a body high. It's basically mm-hmm. dope in the pill. And we came up amongst the drug game and right. watching people, mothers and aunts being melted by drugs. So we really know the effects that it really do to people. And, you know, I, I just thought that it was just a pill that the doctor could prescribe you and I got addicted and it wasn't like a mental thing like it's like when you don't take it your body shutting down right so they ain't like even the laws that with the governor they like if you're addicted to opioids this like heroin addicts all types of it's an addiction you shouldn't go to jail for addiction you should be in rehabilitation because mm-hmm. in jail they got the same drugs they got on the street in jail I had a choice if I wanted to take Percocet smoke weed or do anything. Me, I thought that was a waste of life. You already like the walking dead, you can, the land of no responsibilities. Why be high? What made you get help? Young, okay. What made you get help? What made you say, I got, I'm got? i going to put myself in a rehab or this? Or... I had a PO. I had got a new PO. My last PO, she was like black. She was she was like kind of ghetto, screaming, like just talk to you crazy all Ian, day. Ian LaVon's not type <laughs> shit. What's that? Oh, you don't fix my Ian life. Ian LaFix my life. life? You never seen her? No, she worse than what? No, I don't. This Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother level. She wasn't trying to help Can I you. go see my son? What? No, you can't go see your son. Yo, why you talking to me like this, man? Like, you just a probation officer. Not saying, like, you like on a, you're a lower person, but, like, you have a job just right. like we all have. What? 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 I'm like, all right, miss. I'm not telling her I got no drug problem. She's going to send you to jail. <laughs> right. First thing, smoking. They moved me to Montgomery County. Montgomery County is a suburban area where, like, people got money at. Like, so... The probation officers and stuff. They used they to hearing that, right? They don't care about no Meek Mill coming up in here. He a rapper. They, they my PO probably never seen my Instagram probably once or twice. And somebody probably showed her. Mr. Williams, you had a dirty yarn. Do you want help? I'm going to ask you right now. I want you to be straightforward with me. Yeah, I want help right now. But I don't want to be in a program amongst 50 people mm-hmm. and got to explain my business as a public figure in front of 50 people because I'm not going to really deal with the problem. And I, she was like, all right, we're going to work things out. And usually in Philadelphia, if if I said something like that, they'd be like, no, nah, he's trying to get over on the system. Right. I had a, I had some doctors come to my house in, in, in Atlanta where I was staying at, give me IVs. They, like, you got to flush your body mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. readjust your body. Done deal. Never took a Percocet ever again in my life because that wasn't really me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it always was a battle. I never did Percocet straight through my whole probation, but... Sometimes stuff got rough. This is where it was at. Even as mu- all musicians, to make music, you dig deep. Like, you dig deep down. Like, I don't know if people know, like, uh, Prince, when he died from opioids, it was Percocets. Mm-hmm. 
that was he was a victim. He wasn't a criminal. He shouldn't have went to jail. If he would have got court taken him, mm-hmm. he shouldn't have went to jail. He was a victim. Was the was the you for an hour worth it? Yes, it was extremely worth it. <laughs> for real, it was serious. Uh, I felt like I had to work harder. Now, now, now do you miss Nikki? No, damn, why you go from was the <laughs> too good to you miss I thought that was a great segue. <laughs> Personally, I thought that was a great segue. Like, look, I don't got no problem with her, though. That's my whole thing. Like, I make that known. Like, me, I, I was at points where I was, like, a little out of character and doing, because I'm getting high. I'm going to places where I'm out of character. But I don't got no problem with her. Anybody you seen I had a problem with, all that is clean, in my clean mind. What you say? You have a clean slate now, no problem. Yeah, with me, unless you're trying to bring these things to me and I can't escape it, I'm, I ain't going to run. But That's different than street beef, though. That was a relationship. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I've been ain't had no problem with it. I stated that before. I was supposed to come to Breakfast Club last time. I was late. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would have stated the same thing before I went to prison. It's, I don't have a problem with somebody I used to love and somebody I was in a relationship with. Now, what about, um, I see you you and Wale, y'all, y'all cleaned up your, your, your beast before you went in. Yeah, well, I like your family, you know what I mean? That's the first people I started making money with, getting rich with, so, you know what I mean? We just had to, we got, we, we had to make, like, an agreement. Like, yo, anything going on, man, all that public. Because when I was going my little rap thing, he was like, man, Meek, Meek don't, I'm like, yo, call me and tell me that first. Even if, if somebody see me, if you see me, like, bidding with a rapper or someone on Instagram, nine times out of ten, I talked to him about that first on the phone. Like, hey, what you doing such and such, such, such in public? And we laughed about it, and... I went on my phone and did something funny or said something. Talk to me. It was just basically on that. And that's why I'm like, damn, you just... Mm-hmm. He was speaking about me and, uh, me and Nikki in, a, like, an interview, and I'm like, I would never speak on my homies and their girlfriends in no interview, especially without talking to them about it. And that, it just offended me a little bit. You know me, I'm emotional. If people say he too emotional, because if it could have been times I'm on probation, my freedom on the line, I got a son and a mom in the house. Somebody jumped you in a fight, you think I'm going to jump in there while they're there? You think I'm going to let them get rolled on? Hell no. It's right. never going to happen. Nowadays, I got new boundaries where, like, right, right. I can't really help anybody except for my family. But at the time, I'm emotional because I go all out for people that's, like, good with me. And right. if I see anything, I'm just like, especially if I was high at the time, first thing I don't even think, <laughs> I just react off rip. So, yeah, that's what it was. That's my brother. All right. When we come back, yes, we usually do the rumors, but we're going to push rumors back a little bit because Meek's here. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, usually we do the rumors right here, but Meek Mill is here. He's in the building. Yee. Has um, Drake reached out? No, I ain't talked to him yet. I seen him on, like, FaceTime the other day. They was with Rugs and... It was good energy. Even, like, from... He shouted you out, though. Yeah, I was about to say that. That was good energy. He put good energy in the air. What happened, what happened. We moved past that. I think we'll have a conversation or something when we see each other Mm -hmm. and get it going and and keep it moving in life. I would think that Drake would reach out because it seems like he wants to really make men's... I don't feel feel like he wants to. It's just that, like, as grown men, you know what I mean? It's, what's it been, two years? Two years, How long should this be going on and, and still moving? Because even during that time, I ain't spoke to you since then. Why didn't you reply back with I rap? Did, I did reply back. I'm talking back. about like have, immediately, though, because like, that's what we was waiting because on. Because I was sitting back and just monitoring the internet. I'm trying to figure out the internet. That's a whole new world to me. Like, mm-hmm. where we rap, it's like, you go in. You say what you want. I'm on the internet. They calling my P.O. I've got bloggers <laughs> talking about it. I done threatened Drake. I don't even know how to talk no more. What am I going to say? When we battle in our hood, we want to make you look in the mirror and be like, 
am I a real nigga? Dang, this dude just said, what about my sister, my mom? You know how it was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my era. It confused me. I'm like, hold on, let me step back and see what's but going on. I just stepped in the whole. I just stepped in the world where I don't even know how to handle this the way that I would usually handle it. Even like something like a war pain or something like that. It's like, it's it's what we do at its finest. But I had to adjust. I definitely, I definitely just walked my way back. If I was here and things slowed up and took me here, I'm like, I'm gonna walk step by step. I'm hot. I'm gonna keep it going. I'm watching people make meal done. It's impossible for me to be done. Did he really have back to back playing through the hotel one day when you was there? Yeah, they said it was, it was a that you and Nicky was in a hotel and he was in the floor above you playing. Yeah, back playing back to back. He said over that in the one of the records. Again. I'm looking for revenge. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Mm. I was I was we went to Toronto that time, like we was on tour. No, it wasn't nothing like that. Now um, I asked about Ross because they said that, you know, one time you and Ross weren't seeing eye to eye. And I, I guess they said when I, I thought it was they said it was a time when, when, when you, you pieced things out with 50, and, and Ross was mad about that. Was that ever true? I never heard that from Ross. We ain't never had that situation. And me, I look at it as if, if Ross was to go talk to Drake or somebody, or uh, anybody that... That's, that's rapper stuff, man. I come from, like, real deal with, like, mm-hmm. you got a problem with somebody, somebody got hurt, somebody died, and that was that. I'll be on real type of time. I tell 50 to his face, and he... Yo, all this stuff, we run into each other, we, cra- we crash, you got people with you, I got people with you. We both make money. We both doing our thing. We actually feed people and employ people. Mm-hmm. Let's stop playing games with each other like we ready to go to prison for 55 years. That's not even really an option for rappers, and that go to that goes for anybody. I see game tomorrow, whack 100, any of them. Yo, let's talk on the side. Let's have some words. Yo, look, this this what I'm on. I don't know what you on. And I kind of, I think everybody would be in the same place. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I just came from the penitentiary with lifers where people made one mistake and they got life in prison. All they homies start squeezing that gun and they ain't had nothing to do with it and they got conspiracy, got 25, 30 years. That's not really what none of us really want. And mm-hmm. the way you go about that is is totally different. Like, I look, you look at every other genre of music. Ain't no rock stars squeezing on no other rock stars. Ain't nobody right. getting shot in different genres, country music and nothing like that. So it's like... Tomorrow be, n- be scrapping nowadays. Yeah, it be, they be getting it down. I ain't gonna lie. They probably some of the toughest guys right now. What about Beanie? Uh, Beanie? I seen Beanie the other day. We had our words. Yo, what's up? You good? Uh, love, man. Happy to see you home. That was that. That was a small misunderstanding. And mm-hmm. That was another component to somebody else. It wasn't really based around me. But, you know, the media, even like with, with my, my judge, she would see media stuff like that and not understanding that we are from the same area. We mm-hmm. are from the same neighborhood. And I'm with y'all too, but I came to the club with you and y'all two start fighting. And now I'm in the middle. I could be breaking it up or something or anything happened. Meek Mill and his homies fighting Charlemagne. But really, I just came with him. But y'all two got a problem. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And it was small misunderstanding. And he passed that. Benny, he older than me. I looked up to him coming mm-hmm. up my whole life. It's not a secret. I've been saying this throughout that whole situation. What is the point? Right. Where do we get with this? We got to figure something out at one point. And that's what everybody, like, I even, I watch all the young boys. I be, first time I see them in person and they ain't around 100 people, yo, man, look, you don't want that. I told Bobby Smurd a long time ago. Actually, the day before he got locked up, was the day before he got locked up, he came to see me. I just came home. Yo, all that gang banging and 100 dudes around you on camera, I said, them people will put you under the jail somewhere and nobody ain't going to be able to save you. Next day, we looking at the news, he locked up. I still answer the phone for Bobby Smurder to this day. No matter what I got going on, I talk to Rowdy Bobby, 
they call on a three-way, I'm still going to give them the same words. And, and that's just why, that's where I'm at with it. I think that's, like, where Hov was at 10 years ago with, like, with the younger rap, you look at, everybody looked up to Hov. All the young guys, whether they said or not, a lot of these guys, I feel like they look at me a certain way, and I feel like I can voice my opinion. I've been through everything. I ain't got to fabricate nothing. I don't got to act like a certain type of way or a certain type of person. I feel like I could just get that type of game out. How you lose all that weight so fast, man? When you came home, was it two weeks ago? I wasn't right. really you fat was a little chunky. Oh, I, had on four, I had on 4X pants. I had on <laughs> oh, all right, a 3X right, right. shirt. My face was actually fatter than this. Probably, my face probably still fat. <laughs> but seeing my face with the clothes on like that, it just looked like I was super fat. Yeah, I knew everybody was like, he chubby. <laughs> everybody thought I was going to come out looking like Gucci. No, I was stressing. I'm in this joint, eating up a storm. Just trying to take my mind off the world because the trans it's a culture shock, man, when you come from doing what you want and then being shackled. Like, people don't understand, like, they just be like, he in jail. Mm -hmm. No, you really, I'm, I'm a celebrity, so when I first come through, they got me locked in 24 hours. It was really mind-boggling. So when I came home, I was just adjusting. You know, I think about it, I came home on a helicopter. I was actually in the cell watching the news. Meek Mill is up for bail. I'm like, what? I jumped up. <laughs> The lady was like, we was actually locked in. She came to my cell and like, pack your stuff. We getting you out of here because we don't want no commotion. When we got out, we rode like a half a block. I was looking out the window to the side. I'm looking at the fans. I'm like, people really waiting outside for me to get out of jail? I'm still like humbled by that. I can't mm -hmm. believe this. I'm surprised you packed anything up. Like, you, you I packed leave my everything. mail, your legal mail, because, okay. you know, you got real scheme artists. Dudes got 30, 40 years in, no contact with family. They want to write. They would steal your mail, write your family members back, and try to get one of your overweight cousins. And, like, uh, you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, they, oh, people focus on stuff like that and try to, like, take advantage. <laughs> See? That's get one of your fat cousins. No, like, they would try to, they would try to, not, not, not like that. They would try to, like, target people who think, take advantage who they them, think right. that don't have high self esteem. And they would just try to take advantage. And not, and not saying, let's get this clear in this interview. I love big women. I, all my cousins. <laughs> All my all my cousins that's big, look, all my family members that's big, they got high self-esteem. Right. They come right, right. We don't play them type games in my family. Ain't no you you. And that's it. We gonna love you for you. Mm -hmm. You 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 do what you want. You better bag a, a billionaire if you can do whatever you wanna do. How did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch the Super Bowl? In my cell. It was two moments. Super Bowl and Beyonce saying free meat. That was uh -huh. the two days that I wasn't in jail. How sick was you watching the Super Bowl? Thinking about all the festivities of the week. I wasn't sick because it was in Minnesota. It was like, <laughs> it was snowing out. Right, Nobody, right, right. no parties ain't really cracking like that. Like, jail, like, it make you jealous. It'd be like, it could be Memorial Weekend and it rain. You'd be like, all right, it's raining. No, everybody ain't really, everybody <laughs> really out having fun without me. But I, I I was really happy for real. For I was happy that the fact the Eagles was in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I was happy the fact that an organization like that was supporting me. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where I come from. That's heavy to have like a, a national sports team supports you through a time like that. Playing so your was, song and everything. Yeah, dope. yeah, that was different for me. Now, I ain't never seen that. When the Khaled song dropped and you heard Beyonce's verse. I played that drum back. Like, I know Beyonce ain't singing <laughs> like this out of my mouth. <laughs> like, I had to play it back again. Like, what? She, she in the hood screaming free meek. And I, I look at that as like, that's mega support from Jay and Beyonce because they don't have to say, you know, Beyonce right. ain't shouting no out in jail. She, I took that as like, Damn, God really working in my favor. You got B talking about Free Meek Mill. That was like, that was a great day. Like, I'm listening to the song Jay-Z. And Jay is my man, so I'm kind of getting used to the Jay-Z thing. Jay shot me out. I'm like, damn, I'm amped. Right. Then as the song going on, I'm like, 
I'm listening to Beyonce. She said she's free me. I'm like, damn, this JMB and the support like that to put you on that platform and give you that type of support. They, these right. people got a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. They basically helping me save my life. We are looking forward to see where, what you have coming up. Yeah, some yeah, yeah, good energy around organization you, Organization that you guys. I got some aggressive rap that? coming in. You know I'm what really I mean? I got a lot to right. talk about. A lot of music to drop. <laughs> we gonna get things going and do what we do, man. Get back to the music, have some fun, and uh, move with a purpose, I guess. All right. Well, it's Meek Mill. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, yo, too, man. Make sure this the interview still rolling. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just try to be free today and talk and get my opinion. Don't take my words and twist it up and try to make me into a bad guy, man. I'm just trying to make things. <laughs> no, for real, because we had a long conversation. Oh, no, I, we definitely. I got to go back to y'all interviews and look at it and be like. They're going to edit when you said you took the perk for an hour and started talking about Nikki. They're going to say Meek Mill said he slept with Nikki for an hour oh, after taking it. a perk. That's what they're any girl, Any girl that knows, if they, they know they've been around that perk era, they know what's up with me. <laughs> yeah, you ain't even, uh, the internet ain't even got to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey of the day. Charlemagne, you are a donkey. <laughs> it's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day does not discriminate. I might not have the song of the day, but I got the donkey day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Yeah, the Breakfast Club, bitches. Yes. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Mr. Ed Sheeran, uh, Donkey of the Day for Thursday, May 10th, goes to Oscar-winning director and statutory rapist Roman Polanski. You know what? I shouldn't even have led with Oscar-winning director because that shouldn't be his legacy because since 1978, Roman the rapist Polanski has been a fugitive from the U.S. criminal justice system. He fled the country while awaiting sentencing for statutory rape, okay? He was arrested and charged in 1977 for allegedly drugging and raping a 13-year-old girl. Oh, by the way, in 1977, Roman Polanski was 44 years old. All right, he pled guilty to the lesser charge of unlawful sex with a minor, and he was expecting probation, but when he learned... As the judge planned to imprison him, he fled to Paris. Now, he kept making films, and in 2002, he later produced and directed The Pianist, and that film won three Academy Awards, including Best Director. Why would the Academy <sighs> award a statutory rapist who fled the country for drugging and raping a 13-year-old girl? Inquiring minds would like to know. Well, probably for the same reason America would elect a president who had 16 women accusing him of inappropriate behavior, including allegations of sexual harassment and sexual assault. And that reason... It's simply rich, white, male privilege. It is what it is, okay? To act like it's something different, you're lying to yourself, okay? But now that we know who we are dealing with, then you will totally understand why he is getting donkey of the day. See, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences finally, after all these years, is doing the right thing. And that group that actually puts on the Oscars, uh, they expelled Roman from its membership. Not just him. They also cut ties with Bill Cosby, who was also convicted of sexual assault last month. Uh, They canceled both of them from their membership, and rightfully so. But Roman Polanski, who is clearly the epitome of entitlement, is suing the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences following his dismissal from the organization last week. You mean to tell me that you got convicted of drugging and, ra- drugging and raping a 13-year-old girl, pled guilty to the lesser charge of unlawful sex with a minor, the Academy expelled you because of their standard of col- conduct policy, damn near 40 years too late, and you sue? I hope to attain that level of arrogance one day. Okay. Not only is suing, not only is he suing the academy, he had some harsh words for the Me Too movement. I can't make this kind of stuff up. Let's go to the Atlanta Journal Constitution for the report, please. Roman Polanski called the hashtag Me Too movement total hypocrisy and a collective hysteria. The Oscar-winning filmmaker was recently expelled from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences in accordance with the organization's standard of conduct. 
Polanski admitted to and was convicted for statutory rape of a 13-year-old girl in 1977. In a recent interview, Polanski said, Hashtag Me Too is a collective hysteria of the kind that sometimes happens in the society. Everyone is trying to sign up, chiefly out of fear. To me, this is total hypocrisy. Wow. Uh, Roman Polanski said Me Too is collective hysteria. He said the Me Too movement is total hypocrisy. Do mm. people understand? Wow. Attitudes like that is exactly why there's a Me Too movement. Okay, Roman Polanski just brushing off the fact he pled guilty to drugging and raping a 13-year-old girl and fled the country like a coward to avoid having to face the consequences of his crime. And he is calling the Me Too movement total hypocrisy. Roman is acting like he is the victim in this situation, okay? The lack of moral outrage against the abuse of women is exactly what created the Me Too movement. So, Roman, you can't say everyone is joining the Me Too too movement out of fear. People are joining the Me Too movement because it's the right thing to do, okay? Because for the first time ever, women are getting their voices heard about these kind of crimes. And it takes strength in numbers to take down powerful men like you. It's simple, okay? I just don't understand how a man that got arrested for drugging and raping a 13-year-old girl pled guilty and then fled the country to avoid charges could ever play the victim, mm-hmm. all right? Not only to have the audacity to sue the Academy, but then to chastise the Me Too movement. Roman Polanski, you are 84 years old. It is simply time to ask the Grim Reaper for the check. Okay, I don't even know what you are hanging around for. You already got away with rape and was still able to continue career, continue your career, and you still got rewarded for your career. You should be shutting the F up forever. But instead, you're doing the same thing you've been doing since 1977, and probably before, which is pissing off and hurting women. Best advice I can give you, Roman Polanski, is stop looking both ways before you cross the street. Stop wearing your seatbelt in the car. Okay, stop counting pills before you take them. All right, I'm not telling you to kill yourself. All I'm telling you is guys like you are dead to me and the Academy. Please give Roman Polanski the biggest hee-haw. All right. The unmitigated call. The audacity of rich white male privilege. I mean, he should have privilege. been, been, been in jail. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he should have been in jail a long time ago. Like, you are the main reason we have a Me Too movement. That's worse than OJ. All right. Okay, that's, a, that's a different level of arrogance right there. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next is Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call Yee right now. She'll help you out with all your problems. Hit her up. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this? Hi, good morning, guys. I'm going to keep my name anonymous. All right. Um, We got anonymous on the line. What's your question for you, anonymous? Um, My boyfriend is a popular DJ in New York. Envy, you know him very well. Uh, um, How well? um, Envy, you know him. That's the homie. Envy, he's the homie to you. Can I ever meet you? No, we've never met. And I asked him to... Are you sure y'all dating then? Because he's real good friends with Envy. If you guys were really dating, you probably would have met Envy. We've been together nine years. Nine years and you never met Envy? No. And we the homie? Like, some people say we the homie, but we ain't really the homie. You sure we the homie? Are they in pictures together, at clubs together? They have each other's phone number. Mm. He can call Envy and Envy will answer. Mm. Okay. That's cute. And so pretty much, I envy you and Gia's relationship, Envy. And um, sometimes Mm. I really wish that sometimes he would post me, like for like my birthday or Mother's Day. And he doesn't. He says that he likes to keep his family and his business separate. Now, wait a, hold on, hold on now. Wait a second, Anonymous. So you guys have been together for nine years. Yes. And he's never posted you. He posted me when I was pregnant. Okay, so that's his child. Yes. Mother's Day is yes. coming up on Sunday, and you're not anticipating any type of post or what, what acknowledgement. What baby mama number are you? We can narrow this down real quick. Who this is. What, 
Which baby mama number Does are you? Does he have a lot of children? One and only. No. Okay. It's just one. See, y'all thought it was self. Y'all was about to I say self. I know, I know, I know, it was self. It definitely sounds like Creep Squad number <laughs> DJ self. So it's not self. All right. No, so he just self. wants to keep you uh, private. Do you feel like there's another reason for that? No, I just feel like maybe, you know, I, I don't know the reason. I don't know the reason because he posted me when I was pregnant. We've had to, He's posted me in the past. Again, we've been together nine years. Mm-hmm. But... Like, my birthday just recently passed. You didn't post me. And, again, I'm not basing our relationship on Instagram posts because we're way bigger than that. Like, way bigger. But it's a so red it's a red flag to you or it just bothers sometimes you? Sometimes you just want a little shout-out because, you know, I work so hard for our family. He works extremely hard for our family. And, you know, some girls are making him, like, their man crush Monday mm-hmm. and things like that. And I, and sometimes they're in the comments, and I just want him to What's be like, talking about? I got I don't somebody. Know. All right, Ain't no man crush Mondays up here. Uh, listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I want y'all to keep it real as the men in the room. What are the reasons why a man wouldn't post? Well, Charlamagne doesn't I just post want, his I'm family just for question. protection. He doesn't yeah. want his family exactly. out there for protection, so he, that could be a reason. He uses, he uses Charlamagne as an example. He uses Charlamagne as an example. Hey, you got to tell me who this is, Ma. I'm confused. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've used I just, all contact. I just want to say one thing before you do that. If you guys are really happy in your relationship and everything else is great, then don't worry about social media because it will drive you crazy. If everything else is so great and he works really hard for you and he makes you feel special and he loves you and you love him and you don't have any worries and you're... And of course, women are going to post him as their man crush Monday because you want somebody that's a desirable person. That's why he's desirable to you. Think how shallow this sounds. This man taking care of the kid for nine years. Y'all been together nine years. You want to feel special. You want to feel special. No, no, no. Our kid is only one. So I can oh, under God. I can understand that you feel a way about it and you've expressed that to him. But I also feel like we put too much emphasis on people posting you and doing this and doing that. I just think that you need to worry about your relationship. And if everything is great, don't bring up things and make things an issue that really shouldn't be. He probably doesn't. He don't want other girls harassing you. He don't want people in your comments. It could be that. Yeah. Now, if you oh, feel. I don't even have social media. Okay. Social media. That's even oh, more reason media, not to baby, post That's you. part of reason. But I will say this. If girl. there's another reason that you feel this way, if you feel like he's cheating or you feel like he's doing something sneaky, no. that's a whole nother issue. If you don't no. feel that, then don't worry about social media. Oh, I know who it is. Okay. It just hit me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mama. It just hit me who it is. But thank you, guys. If you want, send me a picture of you two, and I'll post you guys on my social media. Who, I think I know who it is. I think who, who, I know who it is. Who? Does Remy Ma have a song named after him? Remy Ma have a song named after him? Yeah. You talking about whatever? Uh, no. All right. Well, hold on, because I want to know. So you can talk to us behind the scenes. All right. Now, if you got a question for you, you could call her right now. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? What's up? This Ant, y'all. What's up? Good morning, Breakfast Club. What's your question for you, Ant? Hi, what's up? Good morning, Yee. Hey. Um, my question is, uh, I'm be- I've been with this girl for two years, and I just want to know, like, in relationships, if you're going to take it further, should you, like, not tell your partner everything? Should, like, is it best for the key secrets? Like, what kind of secrets? Um, I don't, like, not, not telling your partner everything. Like, I don't feel like she tells me everything just because I feel like she don't tell me everything. And when I do up, like, certain things, it's like, it, 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 you know, it messes like, up. Like, give me an example. Like, like, what type what? of things are you talking about? I mean, like, she got a, like, she's been having a new job for, like, two months. And I don't really know what goes on up at her job. But I know that there's, you know, things go on. Like, I feel like if you don't want to tell me, then it's cool. But I feel like I should know, like, what, what goes on at your job. Like, who you conversating with. Like, what, like. I mean, here's the thing. Because you say keeping secrets. 
Now, of course, there's some things that we just don't tell each other, not because we're purposely keeping a secret, just because maybe it just doesn't seem relevant. Now, is she purposely keeping things from you? I'm just confused because it sounds like there's some trust issues. And when you say should you keep secrets from her also, it seems like a tit-for-tat thing. So explain it to me. Yeah, and if it's a tit-for-tat thing, it don't make no sense being in a relationship because then it just started with games. I'm just um, confused at why you guys are having problems communicating with each other. I mean, I do, but as soon as I bring up something, like, for real, like, it's like a temper tantrum she has, and she, you know, she likes... You know, she gets upset. All right, well, pretend I'm her and bring and bring it up to me just the same way you bring it up to her and be honest. What, what I, I'd be like, what's going on? What's going on at work today? You know, it'd be like, and I, it, it's like. Because are you asking her like you're accusing her of something? Like you're trying to find some information? Is something going on that you think is happening? Or are you yeah, asking think, her because um, you're genuinely interested? I, I'm genuinely interested. Like, for real. Like, I like I feel like I should, like, the things I tell her, she don't even tell me. I'm like, but I put her up on game. Is like who I'm dealing with, who I'm around, and are you a jealous person? Not, not really. I'm trying to move forward in this relationship, but I want to know if, if I'm wasting my time. I'm gonna be with somebody that ain't gonna match my match my honesty. But what is she being dishonest about? That's what I'm confused about. Like, listen, I don't tell my boyfriend everything that goes on at work every day. Sometimes I don't talk about it at all, but sometimes I do, just depending on my mood. But you know, I think. You know, a couple is a conversation. How was your day? What happened? That's regular conversation. But is there some information you're you're trying to get at? Yeah, yeah. What is what's um, what's the like? What do you think is going on at her job? I feel I mean, like you're not telling I'm, me what's really happening. Claiming. I'm just. I just want to know. Like, I see uh, one thing she gets upset about. Like when she brings up some stuff. Like like one. Like when she does stuff. The same thing I do. She'll get upset. But when she do it and I confirm her, she's like, "Why you gotta wait till I do it to to say that when I you know." When it sounds like it, you guys. Having really petty, petty arguments, and it's really think so? yeah. These sound like really petty arguments. Like she's you're doing things, and she does them, and when she does them, it's okay. But then when you do it, she gets mad. Like it sounds like you guys are having some communication issues. I don't know if y'all have some trust problems, but it's a, a breakdown in communication, is what it seems like. Yeah, I don't feel like she good with communication. Though. That's what I'm saying. Cause like I'll I'll come to her with my issue, and then like she'll try to like brush it off, and I just like sweep it underneath the rug. But it don't make anything better. What's important is not just you guys talking to each other, but how you talk to each other. Cause at the end of the day, in every relationship, we go through things, we argue, but it's really how you do it. So when you ask her about things. Are you accusing her of things? Are you acting in a confrontational manner? Or are you really trying to solve the issue? Like, this is how I feel when you say things like this. Or let me explain to you what bothers me and let's figure out how we can find a solution. Are you being proactive as far as being positive about trying to resolve these issues? I bet. I'm going to bring it to her and see what goes on with it. But don't bring this up when you guys are in the middle of an argument. Try to do this when y'all are having like a good day. You know, and it's not a confrontational situation. I'm bring it to as soon as she come home from work. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like there's no big problem. I just feel like yeah, it seems okay. really small, and it might just be the approach. And don't attack her as soon as she comes home from work. Ease into it. Be nice. Be at the mood right and everything. Tell her you love her. Tell her you want to make sure things work out. And you know what? Own up to things that you do that might not be right as well. Instead of telling her what she's doing, talk about what you could be working on. 
she keep complaining about, I don't feel like you were marriage material yet. So I'm like, yo, we need some more time. My kids love her. So I'm like, not trying to mess up anything. Yeah, and bring up, listen, bring like, up all those positive things. Look, I love you. My kids love you. I know we working towards something. I want you to be able to express to me how you feel without, without us getting into an argument. I want to be able to tell you how I feel without us getting into an argument. So in order for us to be together, we got to be able to have these conversations and make sure that we get right, some, somewhere right, with right, them. Right, right, right. I bet you appreciate okay. it, man. All right, good luck. You seem like a good guy. Yeah, I am. I am. Y'all look me up, man. All right, bro. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, we are going to talk about Tierra Marie. She had a bit of an issue yesterday with some leaked video and pictures. We'll tell you what she had to say. Speaking of leaks. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go. talk about it when we come back. Rumors on the way is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Yes, so there was some leaked video and pictures of Tierra Marie yesterday. And apparently she said that her account got hacked. Now, who hacked her account? We're not 100% sure. But it looks like it was done by an ex-lover. Now, here uh, is what she had to say about the whole incident. And in the video, she's actually performing oral sex. And then there's a picture with, uh, what would you call it, ejaculation on her face. Man milk. Okay. Muscle milk. Well, here's what she had to say in response to these embarrassing pictures and video footage being uh, circulated online. The last 24 hours have been very heartbreaking for me. I thought that I was in love with somebody that loved me the same, and that just wasn't right. I learned a lesson. But I just want to thank you guys for your love, your support, and I want you to know that I'm surrounded by people who love me. I must say she was doing a decent job, okay. too. Okay. That's a really humiliating thing to have happen. Yeah, that's effed up. I, well, okay, I, like, well, let's look at the bright side. She but, was doing a decent job, okay? Now, 50 Cent had actually posted the picture as well on his Instagram page, and it got taken down. So he posted, um, I'm leaving IG. I'm going back to Twitter. They take Ish down off my page without notifying me. And then he said, censor these nuts. I haven't been impressed by anything Tierra Marie has done since her first single, Make Her Feel Good. Okay? Yesterday, I was impressed. Oh, come on. Now, she posted, recently, my social media was compromised by someone I, who I felt was deserving of my love and trust. That person proved to be untrustworthy and posted footage of what in the moment was private and sacred. Moving forward, I recognize the need to be more cautious and discerning. My hope is for women to remain strong and dignified when they find themselves having to address hateful and juvenile acts by former lovers who find it difficult to act in an adult manner. Revenge porn is a crime in California, and I will be in pursuit of justice. Revenge porn is trash, too. And what's so funny is, what I find interesting is when we were younger, way before social media, even way before camera phones, you would get pictures of girls naked, and guys would have those pictures, and they would say, I got these just in case, you know, she do anything bad to me or break up with me, right. blah, blah, blah. But, but back then, we had no way to post them. No, but now... Now... There's ways to post them. Oh, my God. But I, Absolutely. I, I, I never understood why you, why you would post something like that. I mean... For I this reason awful. right here. It's disgusting. Exactly for this reason right here. She's get You get mad at her, and then you feel like you're putting her on blast. But here's the thing. Nobody cares. I mean, she might be embarrassed, but truthfully... Nobody really cares. It's not, like, it was your not man. in this era. Like, you're supposed to do freaky stuff with your man. Like, okay, you did that, all right, keep it moving. Yes, and you maybe did, you are. And you did Shut a up. good job, Tierra okay. Marie. You all right, now job. let's talk about this awesome. Chris Brown situation. <laughs> Chris Brown is being sued by a woman who says that she was raped at his house by one of his friends. And uh, she also is saying that she was forced to perform oral sex on another woman who was on her period. 
What? Now, she said that they were giving Molly cocaine and weed. And this happened back in February of 2017 at Chris Brown's house. Now, the woman uh, who is Jane Doe in this report says that Chris Brown's friend forced her to hook up with Chris Brown and another man whose name is Lowell Grissom, a.k.a. Young Low. And she says she tried to leave, but that's when Chris Brown's female friend grabbed her by the throat and forced her to perform oral sex on Grissom and then pushed her down on the bed and sat on her face using her legs to pin her down and force her to perform oral sex on her. When she went to the bathroom, she saw her face was covered in blood because the woman was menstruating. Oh, she got to go to jail. Now, she said while she was showering... Jesus Christ. That's when Young Lo, a.k.a. Grissom, entered the restroom, and when she tried to leave, he pushed her on the bed and raped her and then held her against a washing machine and raped her again. And she went to a rape treatment center and reported it to the police afterward. Oh, I hope all of them get thrown under the jail. Now, according to Chris Brown's lawyer, though, Chris Brown is the victim of a $17 million shakedown in this alleged rape case. Here is what Mark Garagos has to say. I say that uh, if that w- if any of that were true, it would have been criminally investigated. Obviously, it was, and it was rejected. The fact that they made a, a demand for $17 million, and I told them to go pound sand, probably explains why they did the press conference today. Chris didn't do anything. You know, in another era, we might have called this a shakedown. I don't understand why Chris Brown is being named in this lawsuit. Even if it was his house, like, that's, he has nothing to do yeah, with this situation Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His whatsoever. name shouldn't be nowhere near None. That. Like, like he, none. Uh, other than the location being Chris Brown's house, he should not be named in this lawsuit. Right. Well, listen, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but I will say this. Um, it's not like she the said, house She is said a club. they took everybody's cell phones and that, you know how they have the find your phone thing? Her mom had been trying to call her and mm-hmm. couldn't find her, so did the find your cell phone and sent police to the house, actually, and then Chris Brown wouldn't let the police in the house, and um, so they were told to leave because he, he wouldn't let them enter. Well, I mean, it's not like it was a club. Did Chris Brown know what was going on? If Chris Brown knew what was going going on in the other room, then you can implicate then, him. Yeah, but if he didn't know he what was going him. on in the other room, you can't blame him for that. It's not like it's a club. Well, she's saying that um, you know Chris Brown's friend was forcing women to hook up with Chris Brown and an, and another man as well. Yeah. So I don't know what really happened, but Chris like Brown's lawyer, there's two sides gracious. to the story. If they raped this young lady, they should go to jail. Absolutely. For, for but, it, but it's not like so, it's a club where the owner of the club didn't right. provide ample security and something like this happened in the bathroom. So, you know, then you sue the owner of the club, of course. But nah, this is somebody's house. Well, like, Chris Brown's lawyer says that he and uh, the woman's lawyer already secretly mediated the case and that the uh, claims were false. So he's going to be on TMZ Live and get into the, to the specifics of what happened that night at the house. Okay. All right, that's a tough one. And um, Ariana Grande and Mac Miller have split up. We were just talking about them. Are they still together? But they have decided to just remain close friends. They cut off their romantic relationship. They said their work schedules were just too busy. But uh, that's that. I just talked to Mac a couple weeks ago, too, man. What do you think? Ariana, you know, had Big Sean, and she went to Mac Miller, and Mac Miller just couldn't satisfy her sexually? What? I, know, I, I just made that all about Yeah, I was like, where, where did you get that from? Yeah, but they're both single now, I guess. Okay. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.